Hello and welcome guys to episode one of my podcast. Um, you're going to have to bear with me initially, first couple of times, uh, because this isn't something that particularly comes naturally to me. Um, I'm just doing this to try and pass on some knowledge to you guys, um, so you might be able to benefit from what I'm saying. Um, so with this being episode one in hopefully a, a weekly updated podcast playlist, if you can call it that. Um, I suppose I best start by sort of introducing myself a little bit and giving you a little bit of background on why I thought this would be a good idea. So I am a level three qualified personal trainer. I aim to do my level four qualification in lower back pain at some point throughout 2019. That is one goal I've set myself, as well as achieving a sports massage qualification. So if you guys know anywhere I might be able to do either of those courses, please feel free to either send me a message on Instagram or just get in touch with me through email or anything like that. Uh, I'll be happy to uh, sort of look into a couple of courses. But yeah, so the reason for this podcast, the sole idea behind it. So I'm actually off from work through injury. My own doing, unfortunately. Nothing spectacular. I was at the gym, perhaps sort of September time, 2018, and I was training legs. Went down, had about 100kg on the bar, so nothing too major in the grand scheme of things. Uh, went down to do a squat, and my left knee popped. I was seeing stars, I felt sick. Obviously, I had to drop the weight. Laid on the floor for five minutes, just kind of regained a little bit of uh, my breath, a little bit of consciousness, and could barely walk for a good week or so, really, till it fully came back. Um, so me being me, I gave it about a month or so uh, before I actually went to go and see a physio. His name was uh, John at Pure Health Club in Leamington. Uh, he did a couple of tests for ligaments, which is what I thought it was at the time, because I've done something similar on my right knee. When I was about 16, it was a football injury. It wasn't the case, all the ligaments were fine, although my knee was incredibly painful and a little bit swollen. At the time, he noticed that my right leg was actually four inches bigger than my left thigh. So, obviously, over time, what I've been doing sort of subconsciously was loading the weight through my right leg more than my left leaving me uh, obviously a very weak left leg something that obviously I wasn't aware of he did this I think it was called a Watson test you have to correct me if I'm wrong guys um, where he kind of grabbed underneath my heel and the outside of my knee and pulled my heel up towards uh, sort of my body while bending my knee and oh my god the pain was absolutely excruciating. Yeah, <laughs> massively aggravated it, as you can imagine. And he then told me that he thought I had a torn meniscus. So a, uh, it's just a small piece of cartilage in your knee, which acts like a shock absorber. So the way I can describe it is on the end of your bones, so on the end of your femur and your tibia and fibia, you have probably quite a thick uh, articular cartilage, which prevent the bones from rubbing against each other, causing friction, obviously pain, inflammation, uh, during movement. And then in between those, you have two 
C-shaped pieces of cartilage, like a semicircle, and they are what act as the shock absorbers. Just through general wear and tear, it's a lot. Of, it's very common in active people. They can obviously just say, right, I've had enough, and tear. It's nothing really to be that concerned with. Only mine is a complex tear. So what that means is, if you imagine like a Y shape, that's pretty much what mine looks like. It took a lot longer to uh, fix it than just a single partial tear like what would normally happen. Um, I was actually in theatre for two and a half hours when usually the expected time is about an hour. You know, 20 minutes to an hour is what they would usually expect. So I did some uh, did a good job of it, that's for sure. Yeah, basically I have also made a few notes just so I keep on track, especially for the first couple of episodes while I kind of get used to the idea of talking into a microphone because like I say it, it isn't something that comes naturally and just bear with me. I will I will get better at it, I promise. With that being said, if there is any topics that you would like me to talk about, again, send me a message on Instagram, tag me in your Insta stories. Uh, get in touch with me and I will do what you guys want to see well here rather um, I will also now and again do little Q&A podcasts if there is enough interest in those um, so any sort of health and fitness related questions you might have any uh, issues with your training with supplementation your diet uh, any of those different sort of topics um, I can I can give you a help yeah, so going back to sort of my situation, just briefly, and then we'll get into the main topic of the uh, of the podcast. <laughs> One of the a reason I did start this was uh, passing on knowledge and sort of helping you guys. It's kind of a way of saying, you know, thank you for the support you've shown me over the past couple of days. You know, it's been five days since I've had my surgery to fix my knee, and you know, the amount of messages I've had has just been absolutely overwhelming really i think the first day i had about 15 sort of individual private dms as well as obviously all the different phone calls uh, text messages i've had you know it's been it's been really nice to just sort of feel the love from you guys so this is kind of my way of giving a bit back as i am going to be off off work unfortunately for seven weeks minimum i've been signed off uh, with my leg in a knee brace just some of the challenges i am facing uh, yeah, obviously the boredom. There's only so much of my day that I can fit writing programs and you know watching daytime television, which by the way is absolute trash. I don't know anyone that watches that and enjoys it at least. There's only so much Jeremy Carl you can see in a day. Again, it's the whole mental side of it is it's been what we're on ninth, so it's been five days, and the body dysmorphia I'm getting from lack of training, lack of being in the gym is insane like i can have holidays and then there's forced rest like this coming to an end of day five and by the time i release this will be on day seven day seven or day eight depending on how easy it is to upload to things like itunes and uh spotify obviously i'm watching what i eat so i've taken my calories right down to about 2000 calories you know if that a day I think my BMR is something like 1,840, I think I calculated it to be. So I'm actually 
not moving for, around very much at all. So to kind of combat getting fat, I've just made sure that my protein's high, my fats are moderate, and obviously my carbs are relatively low too. I mean, don't get me wrong, the first couple of days, all I wanted to do was eat. Um, so I did. You know, I'm not or not going to sit here and say, oh, my diet was spot on, yeah, because all I wanted to do was eat when I came out of the operating theatre. Um, wasn't the best food either, um, but I don't regret it. Because um, another one of my goals is to get into good shape. Um, you know, summer past, summer before that was probably my best shape. Um, my goal is to beat two years ago condition. So I'm sure you've seen, if you follow me on Instagram, a couple of the pictures that I keep reposting. A little goal I set myself while I was sort of planning what I was going to be doing for six weeks was I was going to take a before picture, so before my operation, and then an after picture. So after the seven-week recovery, uh, hopefully just before I go back to work, and then I will show those pictures as like a transformation type on Instagram, just to show a lot of my clients and you guys as well the power of a good diet. Just watching what you eat, making conscious food choices. I want to show you guys just what a difference that can make, even with zero activity. Yeah, because I believe you can make a good transformation just on diet alone. It's not rocket science at all. It's just calories in versus calories out. All it takes is a little self-control and motivation. Which brings us nicely to today's topic, which is staying motivated and overcoming setbacks. Something I get asked a lot by clients and people looking for a bit of advice is how to stay motivated. Um, so anyone I might have done a program for, and they've gone, oh, thank you. Have you got any tips for me to stay motivated? So what I am going to do throughout this podcast is give two examples. I'll do one of sort of like a physique type example, and another will be a kind of a, from a business standpoint. So initially, if you're going to the gym, I presume you're going for a reason. That reason being to either better yourself better your mind, get into a better shape, you know, you might have a fitness goal. I know a lot of people that go to the gym for mental health reasons, which, you know, is fantastic. Obviously, we'll cover that on a different episode. I mean, personally, the first place I would start is by thinking about why you want to go to the gym or thinking about why you're doing what you're doing. Set yourself a goal. It doesn't have to be anything massive. You know, for me, I train to look a certain way, as I'm sure a lot of people do. You know, I'm playing with the idea of going into a competition later on in a couple of years' time or so. So therefore, my motivation for going to the gym is that competition or the thought that I'm going to be better this year or today than I was last year or yesterday. And I think that is, for anybody going to the gym or wants to start going to the gym, I think that's an excellent start point for finding your motivation finding out why you want to go to the gym and keep that in mind. That is your, that's your goal. And it isn't enough to just say it, you know, how are you going to be accountable to it if you just say it? Write it down, tell your family, tell your friends and make sure you work every day towards that goal. Small steps at first, but then those small steps add up. Say after every couple of months, every year, you look back and you see how far you've come. It's a rewarding process, especially with the sport that I enjoy, bodybuilding. Looking back now from my physique, maybe two, three years ago, I am a 
totally different person now to a, the person I was then. And it's all about making it relative to you. You know, I can sit here and talk about my personal experiences and my motivation, but that's not going to help you necessarily. What will help you is deciding your goal, writing it down, and staying accountable to it. That is my number one piece of advice for finding your motivation, for staying motivated. From a business standpoint, again, all you would do, or all you can do rather, is find your goal. So whatever that may be, write it down and then work backwards again in those small steps. So it could be two month steps. So in two months, I want to have achieved this. In the two months after that, I want to have achieved this. Each one relative to your overall goal. Keep up the process and I'm sure in time you'll look back and you will see how far you've come until you're ready to take that step of actually creating your business or making your business a success. I've written something down here. It says, the harder you work, the faster you will get where you want to be. And that couldn't be more true. A lot of success just comes down to how badly you want it. And if you don't want it bad enough to work for it every day, you have to ask yourself, do you want it that badly? Because I've had conversations with people in the past who have said, oh, I'm unhappy because I'm not where I want to be. And I said, well, what are you doing about that? And they go, oh, you know, just I'm looking at this or I'm thinking about doing this. Why are you not working on it already? If that's what you want, why are you not working towards it? Just start, see where it goes and create the first step yourself, if that be the case. So say, right, I've done my research. That's the first step done. From there, what you should be able to do is create almost a ladder, if you like. So I've done my research. Next, I need to go into, I don't know, perhaps the planning stage and then the experimental phase. And then all the way until you have a fully functioning, working, successful business. Now, I just want to take a little back step for a second, just because I'm getting a little bit caught up in sort of the business side. I'm not really summarizing enough what I wanted to say. So staying motivated is all about your mindset. It takes three weeks to build a new habit. In that time, you aren't going to want to do it. Let's just use going to the gym for an example. So you aren't going to want to go to the gym three times a week for three weeks. If you're completely new to it, you don't necessarily like it, but you want to look a certain way, which is understandable. Now, a lot of people don't like the gym. It's nothing uncommon at all. There will be days where you have to drag yourself to the gym. Believe me, I've, I've been through that myself. And something I do that I feel a lot of you guys can probably benefit from is to create a routine. So, for example, on a typical working day for myself, what I'd do, I'd get up, go to work, obviously open up the gym, sit down and plan my day. Uh, something I actually I learned from Mark Coles' podcasts, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but I found that was something that helped me to kind of put a bit more structure into my life, uh, which, as I'm sure you've seen on my Insta stories, my to-do lists, something that gives me a bit of direction for the day. Now, that's just a tool that can be used when it comes to getting motivated. Setting up a to-do list, it helps to motivate me to do those things on the list and do them to the best of my ability. Also, adding to that structure 
and then I would tick off the jobs as I go through my day. And then once I'm home, I'll perhaps finish off a couple of emails or answer a few queries I've had. And then that's me, done for the day, ready, uh, reset, recharge, overnight, ready for tomorrow. Now, if there's anything you want me to go over again or go over in more detail, don't hesitate to drop me a message. I will be more than happy to offload any extra information I have which might benefit you. Now I'm going to talk about overcoming setbacks. I've actually pulled up the dictionary definition of a setback here. It says a reversal or check in progress. In other words, a piece of bad luck or unfortunate development. So to me, a setback can be anything that will hinder your progress from going forwards. So therefore, to overcome something that may hinder your progress, you must make sure you are fully prepared for that setback. So you can do this through planning, through having a good solid preparation ready, especially if you know that you are going to be encountering the setback. So for example, my knee operation obviously is a massive setback. So what I made sure I did in the few weeks before is I wrote out a good plan of things that I need to do. So rather than a daily to-do list, I wrote a weekly to-do list. That way I could maintain some level of productiveness while making sure that I was resting enough to help my recovery. I also think it's important to, uh, if you're encountering some kind of setback, Just take a step back from the situation, evaluate what's sort of going on and then form a plan from there. I spoke about it a little bit earlier, using small steps that are achievable to hopefully find yourself back on track, ready for the next challenge. It's important that no matter how many setbacks you might encounter on your journey to what you want to achieve, you've got to just keep getting back up and working hard. You know, if you want something, it doesn't come easy, but the rewards are always worth it. You've just got to find your inner strength and determination and keep plowing on through until you get what you want. So that brings us nicely into a close, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast and hopefully you took something from it. If my voice didn't put you to sleep anyway, that is. Make sure you share this on your Insta stories. Let me know you're watching as well as any feedback uh, is always much appreciated on how I can perhaps make these better. And I'll hopefully see you in the next episode. Thanks.